And so they're kind of in the perfect position to drive the hard conversations around where are we going to sit as a company? Are we going to lock things down? Are we going to make everybody go through a 50 question privacy review and it's a $1 license? I think procurement can be a champion in this world where things are getting more complicated because we're really at the central point of where all these processes converge. Welcome to our second conversation with Michael Denari, Head of Global Spend and Business Systems at Canva. In this episode, we uncover the subtle yet critical nature of change management when it comes to SaaS buying, how procurement teams can get better at bridging the gap between stakeholders involved in buying software, how we went about building Canva's procurement team from scratch, and more. Let's get started. For the change management aspect for the buying process in general with a growing SaaS pool and also a growing headcount, how do you think about that? I'm sure not all of that comes from you or your team specifically, but how do you approach that? Yeah, I mean, I think that in a procurement role, at least in the early days, you don't want to be coming in and bringing the hammer if you're building out an organization. But as you get more mature and as you build a little bit more trust, you've got to instill in the company the feeling that there are decisions that have to be made in order for you to scale to where you want to be. Um, and there's trade-offs and there's a there's a tax that you pay to go through a procurement process versus being in the wild, wild west. And that tax is additional time uh, that, it, that, that it takes compared to like being able to just go sign something. But if you pay that tax, knowing that you all as an organization want to get to a certain point as you scale, and if you're all aligned on where that point is, and hopefully it's bigger, better, faster, stronger than where you are today, it helps to kind of brace some of those conversations. But the other piece is just a philosophical one. Like every company is different in terms of how they think about this stuff. And some companies may be willing to kind of have a little more disorganization to allow for flexibility in SaaS tools across the organization. And so there's, there's a tolerance level, I guess, in terms of how much flexibility you give your employees. Um, but regardless of where you are on that spectrum of high flexibility and probably spending more than you want to, to having one tool, but not really enabling people to have the types of experiences that they want. There just needs to be clarity. And I think like procurement's in the perfect position. So they're right in the middle of IT, finance, security, privacy, leadership. Like it's their job to build an end-to-end procurement process that includes these other stakeholders. And so they're kind of in the perfect position to drive the hard conversations around where are we going to sit as the company? Are we going to lock things down? Are we going to make everybody go through a 50 question privacy review and it's a $1 license? Or how can we build an experience that allows people to move a bit more quickly through a process if it's lower risk, if there's less data data elements uh, to the purchase? So I think procurement can be a champion in this world where things are getting more complicated because we're really at the central point of where all these processes converge. Wow, <laughs> that's really well said. I feel like we talk a ton about how vendor we're trying to bridge the gap between procurement or finance and um, the salesperson, but I feel like procurement internally is bridging the gap between all of your other teams that are involved in the buying process. Absolutely. And I think like, I think a lot of people in our industry don't make that push and don't make that recognition. Like I very admit, like they view the security and privacy and legal process as their own process. And that that's a reflection of 
legal is really slow. Privacy is really hard and has a terrible system or security has that, you know, this or that. And the reality is, is that an employee doesn't really give a shit uh, mm-hmm. what team it is or where it's slowing down. They just need something. And that's the procurement process from, from need to, to getting their, their contracts out or, or delivering what, the, what they need, whether it's services or goods. And so I think we've got to take a little more responsibility of that and then challenge those processes. And, and that doesn't mean that we're trying to cut out the processes, but a lot of them can be simplified. If you just kind of go that extra layer to take responsibility for the time that they're taking and ha- help guide them and ask the right questions about a risk-based approach, simplifying things, using the data that you had already collected on your procurement intake for their intake and developing the right systems and processes to, to kind of automate that. I know at Canva, you've built the procurement org from scratch, essentially, right? So how has that process been? And what are some of the top things you would do or have done either differently or some of the things you're the most proud of? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that I always think about, and maybe it's a little bit of battle scars from my time at Procore before, where I was handed a a, a PO system and said, and the first directive was go implement purchase orders out the gates. And it was a system that I didn't choose and they had bought a couple of weeks before um, and ended up being like, we implemented it and dragged it through the mud for a year until I could build my business case to go somewhere else. So, So I think like, uh, that context, the first thing I, I like to do, uh, or I did at Canva, and I would recommend is like, I created a year for myself before like PO compliance and some of these things that are often associated with procurement, but like in a negative way, uh, I created a year with leadership that I'm not going to do any of that. Like I'm not going to like, like, and it may be sooner, but I need the headroom to go build the relationships, understand the business, start to build out my org so that they can actually support that in a way that's not creating roadblocks. So I think that's number one. Number two is, is, yeah, I think just getting your arms around all of these teams that have different intakes and at Canva, which is a, you know, very prominent high growth company, you know, software company with brilliant minds. Like we still had in our most complicated new software workflow, you had to go to six different forms and five different systems and enter 80 fields of data in order to get a software purchase. Um, And I think that's somewhat common. And so like it's really important that you're able to step into the shoes of your users and go walk that process end to end and go and go do that. And not, not just when you need your software, like that should be the first thing you're doing is understanding what is all the information that's being asked? What does this experience look like? So that I can then think about kind of the process improvements. Um, and then it's, it's getting the right tooling in place. Like we were really lucky that we already had vendor when I talk about walking in the shoes of the users, you know, vendor was negotiating most of our SaaS deals, but we put it on pause for a month for me to just carry the grunt of negotiations and terrible process that we had that we had set up internally, so that I could really then have a vision for where we needed to go. And the combination of vendor, um, and then we implemented Zip for intake to procure, which is kind of the horse to bet on in terms of really automating that sourcing intake process. We were able to deliver these solutions in a better way. The combination of vendors, Zip, the service that I was providing, starting to build out the team, all comes together a lot more cohesively when you you can empathize fully with the experience that your users are having or your employees. Yeah, when you're building out the team, so you're hiring for the people, how long before you started hiring and who were your first hires? And also, like, what were you looking for in those people? Yeah, that's a good one. So. Um, <laughs> 
I started with a procurement ops person and I was lucky enough to get Chantal Plank, uh, who uh, was my procurement ops person at, at Procore before, opened up a position and yeah, we kind of continued the journey that we had done a little bit hacking things together in JIRA, uh, but also using vendor at Procore and it was a kind of natural evolution to a bit of better tooling with Zip and vendor out the gates. And she was a huge help. I think at that point in time was still you know, expanding the negotiation pie uh, that I was handling in February, a few months after I had joined and having her to kind of own, you know, taking what I had established as the vision, but actually being able to drive it, execute it and understand that there's a lot more nuance than those few times that I went through the process and was negotiating with. Um, and, and if our North Star is a simple user experience, actually being able to go finish that implementation was really huge. Um, and then quickly moved to kind of a head of strategic sourcing, which is Dan, who I mentioned earlier, uh, joining. And, you know, we're at a really good place right now where, uh, you know, we're somewhat underwater in terms of the volume, but we now have a pretty good plan uh, to be able to execute quickly hiring the other strategic sourcing leads we need, scaling out our Manila team to for more strategic or tactical execution. And, and I think the other piece of your question was like, what do you look for? Um, and I think it's a little bit different between those two hires because I think the ops brain that I want is actually very different than the negotiation brain. The, the negotiation side of strategic sourcing and procurement, uh, I think is really to me about business acumen, a little bit of project management, because just naturally with the way that more and more people are getting involved in every deal, you've got to be able to be organized to deliver on the experience you want for our employees. But the business acumen piece is one that's evolved and I think some of the leadership that Canva, my CEO Cliff has really pushed on me is like, look, you, you know this stuff better than most challenge things. Like if it comes, if it gets through you to me, that it better be a good tool and it better be the right purchase. And I think that's a little bit different. And like, there's certainly elements of that in my career. And I think people can relate to in procurement where, you know, you, you, you have that feeling in your stomach when somebody's buying something that's like, this doesn't really feel that smart or a good business decision. But it's approved by marketing and the VP said it's cool and the, this guy knows this tool. Let's let's go and do it. And, and I think a little bit being empowered to have that voice and to push back and to challenge things and to ask questions has like really uh, you know, taken my career in another direction. I'm recently taken over kind of business systems and IT because that lens being applied on every single tool is kind of what you need and what you want to be asking. And so that's really what I want to be instilling in my strategic sourcing team who's engaged in these large dollar deals is that you're not just the guy who or gal who gets handed things off to negotiate um, and to go execute on. You need to understand what the ask is because it'll probably make you better at negotiating it if you really understand it in detail. But you should feel very empowered to be a stakeholder and a strategic layer to that conversation, benefiting you know the company overall. And we need to instill a culture where that's not a negative thing because if people are reacting negatively to that, then they're probably not aligning to that vision of where we eventually want to go. When does it make sense for a company to bring in procurement? Yeah, the age-old question. Earlier <laughs> than every company does is probably the answer. Um, yeah, I, I think that like if I were starting a company, it would probably be around 300 to 500 employees. And that's a lot earlier than everybody typically does. Um, the, and, and I think this is true about most growing companies. You usually wait till something's broken and then that's when you know that you need to make a hire. But I actually think that procurement is one of those roles that 
if you really understand the landscape of SaaS and vendor management and the value it can bring, like it, it's a complete no brainer to get a mid-level manager in procurement earlier in the journey to actually have some of these things be foundational to the mm-hmm. company as you grow. Because when you wait till that point that things are broken, that means that you've already wasted so much money and so much people's time uh, in the inevitable hundred SaaS deals that you did in those two years that it took you from going from 400 to 700 or 900 or whenever it is that you hire. And to be able to make an ROI of a couple hundred grand to pay for yourself is not too difficult um, when you're talking about hundreds of SaaS contracts that could be anywhere from 5% to 60% off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as departments think that they're very good and they're, I've met a lot of great negotiators that are heads of sales and VPs of the finance, like in my years, the, the consistency isn't there because it's never their number one focus. And so while they may be able to pull off a miracle that's consistent with what you or a vendor can pull off and, and maybe better than sometimes because they can swing their weight, um, that it's the consistency right now in the SaaS world because there's no company that has less than 100 pieces of SaaS that's over 300 employees, but like there just isn't. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Buy Side, hosted by Vendor, a SaaS buying platform for ever-changing B2B SaaS sales. Curious how we can help your company save on SaaS? Get a free savings analysis today by visiting us at vendr.com slash save. See you next time.